Hello and welcome to Living a Broadcast, the podcast about where people are from, how they got here, and what they're doing now. I'm James. And I'm Mikey. And I'm Nadim. Oh, there we go. <laughs> yes, Charming that works. In. We are a man down, as we well know at this point. Yeah, well, we've got a good replacement today. Yes. And uh, we'll get to him in a bit. Pretty exciting. Pretty exciting stuff. But firstly, good to have you back, mate. You Thank were, you. Um, what happened to you last week? Yeah, it's good to be back, man. Uh, I was abducted by the government, and uh, I knew it. The, yeah, the secrets were pushed out on me it. about the podcast. You work so. in for immigration. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, no, got a bit, you know, a bit of a bout of uh, illness there. So bedridden for a couple of days, and then drained completely. The one so, time you're sick per year, right? Yeah, I, I've got a good track record. Um, rarely, rarely get sick. This was, but then unfortunately, nature's way of making up for that is when I do get sick, it does hit me like a ton of bricks. So I was a bit, uh, bit drained. Uh, but yeah, just the usual snotty uh, fever, horrible kind of no appetite, and then uh, no taste, no smell. The usual, the usual suspects of symptoms. But I bounced back, and uh, yeah, feeling great and good to be back. You didn't miss much. You just missed uh, Eric going on about his trip and you know <laughs> making us try and feel jealous and, and yeah. things like that. Well, he succeeded, I think. Uh, he's out there in Germany right now. Oktoberfest, baby. Yeah, don't have to think about him now. We got we got full <laughs> reign of the of the show. We can do whatever the fuck we want. There we go. Yeah, we're not uh, not being pleased today, uh, but yeah, good luck to Eric out there. I know he's having a good time so far, and uh, yeah, it was cool to hear that not only his laptop was recovered, uh, but unfortunately. Well, it wasn't good to hear. Our SD card went along with it. So the lost episode. It's out there somewhere still, man. Yeah. I've been trolling them podcast apps, just seeing if someone's mysteriously going to upload it for us. <laughs> you never so know. so weird, wouldn't it? Just seeing like, <laughs> yeah, they're living a fraudcast. Imagine like if that's version. the one that gets like famous and like we get no credit for it. No, and then they just have to put on our voices <laughs> if they get an interview. And it's like, yeah. they, they, there's a, a double one. Yeah, the living yeah. a fraudcast is coming, boy. A living a fraudcast, yeah. I like it. Um, well, i got to apologise as well for the late upload of that last podcast because well we recorded that at midnight and then eric was flying out 10 hours later so he put me in charge of uploading it and i am technologically you're not allowed to to say retarded anymore um but uh i'm no good and also I i threw a big party on friday and then i was hung over saturday and i don't think i ended up uploading it to sunday so apologies but this week it will be out on friday there's well, I don't have to tell you that because you're listening <laughs> yeah. to it on Friday now. Yeah. Anyway, and, so and there you go. You know, what I will say, though, is obviously missing last week. I know we had some emails, just people in protest, uh, the fans out there, you know, not happy I wasn't around and, you know, throwing oh, subscribe and all, all kinds of stuff going on. The, so. the email address had a bit of a meltdown. It, it nearly <laughs> shut down Gmail, Inundated. the amount of emails we were getting. We were just bombarded. Uh, but, yeah, so to uh, all you guys, I'm back and uh, we'll get Eric back uh, soon enough uh, if he makes it back from Europe. Yeah, so. this is pretty much just going to be the format just us two and we'll have uh we'll have some guests on um as well yeah um what have you been up to then since you've mm-hmm. recovered well, from you your just, deathly illness you mentioned your party the other night so it was quite a, a big week to miss actually i missed that that's a few how things. i knew you were really sick <laughs> yeah. when you said no to coming and drinking alcohol yes. i was like shit this Something's is serious up. yeah this guy this is, this is something yeah. is up yeah, yeah. And, I, and i was starting to feel better by the friday but i was uh, still so weak and i just thought you know <laughs> yeah the moment i come out and just throw a beer down there yeah. it's curtains for jamesy thank you um, for not collapsing in my apartment <laughs> yeah i, I appreciate Health that and safety um yeah. and also that day was a big climate march in oh, vancouver yeah, wasn't there it so was. uh, fifteen thousand people expected they got a hundred thousand at the Vancouver one? Yes. They got half a million in Montreal. Yeah. You know that. what was pretty ironic What's is that, that uh, my friend told me that Justin Trudeau marched in the Montreal one. 
Z and which black, is blackface. Which, <laughs> which is it's really hypocritical because they're marching to like get the government's attention. Yeah. Like fuck Justin. We're we're marching to get uh, your attention. It, yeah. You change <laughs> you make the decisions. Don't just join in. No, he's taking I the swear piss. to God, Justin, he just likes any kind of march he'll get involved in. Doesn't matter. He, he loves a good march. He does. And yeah, I he mean He loves two things. Marching and Surfing. According to Eric's brother. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, if you uh, We won't talk about the other Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the other things he loves, but yeah, quite hypocritical of old uh, JT. Um but yeah, that was all due to the efforts of a uh, uh was she Swedish? A uh, young teenager, Greta. Mm. She kind of banned I'm enjoying it. the feud with her and Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah, I know. What I see. It's Entertaining. It's uh, quite but, funny. But we like to keep uh, politics relatively light on the show. So, uh, yeah, we will uh, move forward. But this, this week, er- Eric uh, would be having a meltdown. He would. To yeah, this. I know. This is the thing now. Like, <laughs> we, we were discussing this before. There is a good chance we go off the rails enough times without Eric here to properly police. We're yeah. Gonna, yeah. What, what's going to go on? This, the only reason why we're semi politically correct is due to Eric being here. So, this could go fucking anywhere. We've already, said, we already <laughs> mentioned uh, you said retarded and we've mentioned blackface so good yeah. start so oh far guys we're five minutes in <laughs> um i'm worried um but you, to answer your question yeah so uh, bounced back and feeling great and as a little uh, side effect of having those few days of rest i come back with kind of this this uh, vigor and just all this energy so i need to get rid of it so today's plan was to do the triple crown road bike so to ride from my house in south vancouver uh, up to mount seymour take in the whole mount seymour road up to the top which i did do today pretty chilly up there ready for some snow now uh, and then the plan was to go to grouse mountain ride up to the base of grouse and then ride to see uh, cyprus and ride up the cyprus road so do the triple whammy because i'm a maniac mm-hmm. um but uh, how I many just, how many kilometers do you think that would be oh, i don't know well it was going to take about nine or ten hours um i know it was uh, 11 kilometers up to mount seymour um, but also added from me riding from home about another 13 yeah. kilometers on yeah, so it would have been yeah we would have been uh, you know um, way past, I'd say probably about 90 kilometres, yeah. something like that. And a fair portion of that is at a serious gradient Yeah, it's not pretty. steepness. Yeah, but luckily... It, it's just hard to explain to people who aren't in Vancouver just what a feat that is to do. Ah, well, you know, it's uh, one of those things. It's uh, Well, I thought, you know, it's ambitious and it's the triple crown and I'm going to do it on a mountain bike at some point, which is crazy because you've got the full suspension sagging you down. Uh, the road bike's actually pretty pretty swift. I was making some good time up Seymour, um, but I decided to, it was that too ambitious after this sickness. So I'm like, you know what? Uh, I'm just going to do, just going to do uh, Seymour back down up to Grouse and then do the Grouse grind. Um, but I decided after getting up Seymour, Let's just keep it, you know, keep it uh, in check. Mm-hmm. And I just came back, rode home, went swimming, and then uh, the Triple Crown still stays an elusive beast for me to slay. Yeah, well, good to hear that you didn't go too crazy <laughs> then, bud. Yeah, I went for a little hike yesterday. It was beautiful. Make the most of the, the good weather here in, in fall before it turns shit. It's been lovely, yeah. But, um well, you were yeah, talking as well on last week. Last week's show, uh, the uh, the the fall and the autumn and that kind of transition, as Jason mentioned. Oh in his yeah, haiku. our listener Jason. Yeah, yeah good old listened. Jason. Um, and you're looking for a name for the the season, like where we can still ski down to our bike. Oh, the sixth season. The sixth season. <laughs> we're creating a sixth <laughs> season in it's Vancouver. An official, an official season. Do you have a name? Um, well, I've always just referred to it as the magic season. So the it's magic just, it's season. Just, it's just, I, and it's not like any like a clever name. I, I've just always said that oh, there's this magical time of the year where you can ski back down onto your mountain bike and then end up on the beach. And that's I've just always said that magical time of year. So a bit cheesy. 
I'm a little disappointed because you're the king of puns. I, I was really expecting a pun then. Well, uh, yeah, I know. Can we you, work uh, on a pun for well, next for yeah, next week? We will. For I've actually to do put with some it? effort in. That, but I that like was, the magical season. Yeah, that, that's just the way it I was referred to it as. It is a magical okay. time of year. Uh, again, always uh, happy to be in Van, apart from, of course, the rain we have coming our way, but that's just how it is. And uh, did you hear on the last podcast we're going to go ahead and try and make them coasters? The, the double coasters in the shape of passports. Well, like I mentioned I got a little surprise for you. So, uh, oh, it, my. It, this is the um, the prototype. This is the, you know, I, I couldn't He's, decide on the colour of the James passport. is reaching into his, oh, my God. So the, I, I went, I was going to go for a dark blue like the Canada Pass. Uh, it was too light, so I went for the black. And it's just, this is just the concept. Um, oh, my God. So let's explain this. James has reached into his, I wasn't prompted to say that. No. But he's reached into his pocket saying that he's got a surprise for me. Who knows what would have come out. Um, <laughs> but he's just <laughs> thrown. I threw it across the room. He's thrown this across the room and it is a prototype coaster um, that looks like a um, a passport. Passport shaped. It's got an emblem on. Is that a real emblem? Or yeah, have you this made is the that podcast uh, logo for like the Apple podcast oh, app. Oh, shit. So that's our podcast and in the middle. you've got a little banner underneath the emblem that says Eric James Mikey. Yeah. At the top, living a broadcast. This is just the Canada. Um, I just kind of threw it together. This is actually just before I came to do the show as well. So that's why it's very hastily scribbled. and It's but, amazing. And we're uh, we're going to take a photo and put it up. <laughs> and yeah. you folks are going to be bloody impressed with this. Uh, and I've dubbed it the living abroad coaster. Amazing. So, uh, Room for two beers so you yep. can make a friend. We can test that at theory the bar. out. You want a coaster there, Nadim? You want to pop, yeah. pop that on there? Whack it on. Okay. Unbelievable. Just, just on and there. now so your best friends. Is, yeah, there we go. Brilliant. So a Unbelievable. <laughs> I'm so excited. So, yeah, yeah. that was uh, that. you couldn't have played that any better, Mikey. <laughs> that was totally unscripted. And uh, <laughs> But, yeah, I have this proto coaster out there. So, okay, uh, so check, check the Instagram um, to see what it looks like and what our future uh, merchandise coasters will... Um, will look like yeah i'm gonna do proper you know the texture of a the, the texture of a proper passport with the gold foil and everything is coming this is just uh, yeah. say a hasty scribble um the living abroad it's brilliant coaster, the emblem know, is amazing type. i don't know how you did that it's very uh, yeah. detailed oh cheers man it's just a uh, yeah, man of many talents uh yeah there we go so <clears throat> the living abroad coaster coming soon and uh, where was your hike by the way mikey where did you end up uh, Hollyburn Mountain, so it's near Cypress Mountain, one of the ski resorts. Walked in, got there, and um, there was a sign saying that a bear had recently been seen in the area, but proceeded anyway. And, uh, yeah, it took about four hours. It was a very, very leisurely hike. It yeah, was, was it? Shorts it was nice. and T-shirt busted out, was it? Definitely not. It was. I was fully rugged up. It was bloody <laughs> cold, mate. It was, it was really cold. Yeah, it's a decent hike, that one. And, uh, yeah, Cyprus won't be long till that winter season starts rolling Oh, yeah, in. I can I can, I can, can feel it. I ran into a few f- uh, people up there, actually, that I used to work with back mm-hmm. in the Cyprus days. And, uh, yeah, they're all getting ready. It's that exciting time of the season, yeah, for sure. Or twinkle in the eye. Yeah. Well, I used to say uh, it made my friends laugh a bit, but I was like, when I was so excited to go snowboarding, <clears throat> getting ready for the season, and I, could, I just used to say I can feel it in my feet. So oh yeah, it's always like that excitement. It's like butterflies, but in your feet. It's yeah, like yeah, ready yeah. to get that boarding. So uh, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, you listeners Itchy. out there, you can already feel it in your feet uh, yeah. for your winter season if you're that way inclined. For sure. Um, yeah. Well, we Should are. We, uh, yeah. Let's introduce, introduce our. Uh, I guess you do it. Fu- you ah, you yeah, go, James. Yes, without further ado, um, but uh, yeah, we have uh, Nadim joining us tonight. How are you doing, there, man? I'm doing all right today, yeah. We're good. Mm-hmm. And uh, as we've learned introducing guests in the past, that's not the full introduction. That's just me, a polite greeting in the middle. Um, but uh, yeah, we have Nadim. He is one of our colleagues and we yep. work with each other 
most of this year now, right? When did you come on board? It's I believe I started sometime around March, and I've been on ever since. Yeah, yeah, and uh, uh, yeah, we haven't worked with each other much. We've kind of seen each other in passing in the office and stuff. So I'm going into this one pretty much not knowing anything about <laughs> Unadine, yeah. which yeah. is Likewise. which is yeah, which is it's ex- literally just the other dude with the long hair. <laughs> exactly. yeah. We're the only two guys with long hair, yeah. and. Well, uh, Oh no! Well, there's DJ as well, oh, who was yeah, also yeah. on there one of go. our. He was on the um, the PC Day Pirate Podcast. It was still name. available, still available, absolutely on all good get podcast it. platforms. Get it, get it, get uh, it. But yeah, we've uh, we talked about that. We've been ships in the night with a lot of our colleagues. Uh, but me and Adim, a few shifts together in those early months, and we mentioned the grouse grind, uh, Eric. I know you're listening. You still got to do it when you get back. Uh, but yeah. me and Nadim having done the grouse grind together, and uh, that was really cool to get to know you and hear about uh, a few of your hobbies. And yeah, and good uh, that you are keen to come on today and you know be our. You our guys guest talked today. on the grouse grind. How do you have the energy to talk? Well, <laughs> honestly, it was like. James and his girlfriend just like racing in front of me. <laughs> 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 yeah, but, but, but I, I can I, see I was that in happening. It for the ride, you know, so I can okay. see that happening. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, yeah, that yeah. Cool. So, uh, where should we start? Let's well, start from the start. I'd say yeah, we start with our uh, our lovely format these days, which is uh, where are you from, Nadine? Okay, that's that's a pretty complicated question. But <laughs> yeah, uh, try some time to answer. But basically, I was born in Costa Rica. So Beautiful. Yeah, my, my dad was actually uh, working there in tourism, uh, so he was there with my mom, and uh, we had they had, well, three of us, were four. Uh, so my older sister, me, and my sister, Sophia. But when my sister, Sophia, was born, she was born with a heart condition, so the doctors weren't, you know, prepared to treat that in Costa Rica. So thankfully, my dad's company was able to hook him up with a deal that, like, got him a job in the UK and London. Oh, wow. And also connected him with, like, the top uh, heart surgeon in London. So oh, we went there, and Jesus. I actually lived in London for a year. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, wow. So are your parents Costa Rican? No. No. Okay. So the next part is what we went back to Bolivia, which uh-huh. is where my parents are from. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah, okay. Cool. And how long had they previously been in Costa Rica? I think they must have been there, you know, three plus years. You know, So I don't think much longer than four, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. And yeah. you were born... Yeah, I was born in 1994 in Costa Rica, San Jose. Yeah. Oh, cool. So that's a cool place to grow up, though. Like childhood, like outside there. Well, actually, I I um I literally only spent a year there, and then we moved to to London, and then I spent another year there, and then we moved to Bolivia, and there I grew okay. up there until I was 13. Oh um, shit. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. you'd you ha- you'd have very little memory of Costa Rica. Both <laughs> Costa Rica and <laughs> London. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I have the I only have thing I remember about London is just not being able to buy a lava lamp because my parents <laughs> didn't want to buy it from me. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> yeah. You know, lamp. I I nearly bought a lava lamp. Uh, yesterday, I went into yeah. a shop and I was, I was, I was, um, I was so close. They're really bad for energy. They use a lot of energy. Go, just just to let you know. Very so true. maybe that's what your parents were thinking. I think they're onto something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, have you been back to Costa Rica since then? I have not. No. I mean, oh, wow. I pretty much. What I always say is, I'm probably going to retire there because why not? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It'd be a really nice place to be. For sure. And how? Uh, and I was going to say, is that that's um, that's quite expensive to compare to the rest of Central America, isn't it? Cost, yeah, Costa Rica. So I mean, I I've by no expert of Costa Rica by any means, mm-hmm. but when I was looking into traveling there, I read that it was in the top two most expensive Central American countries to travel through. Okay, yeah, I can yeah. imagine. And so, and we were talking a few episodes back as well about where you're born. So you've got a Costa Rica passport. 
Um, yeah, yeah. So you got that. So I got the Costa Rica passport. I got the Bolivia passport uh, just for my parents, and I also have the Canadian passport. There we go. Oh that's shit! Yeah, Triple whammy for my Damn. grandpa. Yeah, awesome. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah and, how, and how's your sister? Like, so everything was successful in London. Yeah, thankfully everything went well, and oh, that's great. why we were able to just go back to Bolivia and just like, like grow up there. Basically, oh, yeah. that's great. Yeah. And Oh, yeah. good and then my you. fourth sister was born there. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. well, yeah, that's cool. I had no idea uh, you spent that time in London. So uh, lava lamps aside, it's yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Have you been back since there? Uh, back to London? I oh, I think I may have been back once, but I, it was like you know, like a childhood trip at age five or something. So I also don't remember too much of it. So yeah, those two places I haven't spent too much time uh, other than when I was there before. Well, and it's worth mentioning now. Uh, your dad also works with us too, so we. Yeah, we, we can paint the picture and we know, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. your, your dad out there. That's really cool, man. Yeah, it's, uh, that, that's amazing that he was, that you guys were given the opportunity to go to London and get the best surgeon and stuff like that. He must have been pretty highly regarded in his work, your, your dad. Yeah, I mean, he, like one time he told me that there's only been two events in his life that he considered miracles, like real yeah. miracles, <laughs> and that was one of them. Oh, yeah. Really? So he, he, he really was... Um, Happy about the that. The other yeah, one was when he walked on water, right? <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. yeah. <laughs> cool. yeah. And uh, so over in uh, in the UK, and uh, yeah, w- <laughs> I don't know where I was going. With that, <laughs> no worries. I am, I am sorry. Did you uh, ever go and visit Canterbury? James is from Canterbury, <laughs> which is how far is that from London? I don't even know. Uh, it's an hour and a half on the train. Um, but, oh. uh, <laughs> wow! Uh, yeah, and uh, a couple of hours on the uh, the old coach if you want to do that. Uh, don't recommend driving it because once you're into London, you get your congestion oh, yeah. charge. How much is that now? That's a shit. Well, the congestion time, isn't charge. What's um, the congestion charge? Uh, so there's a like perimeter border kind of around London, and as soon as you get into that area, uh, you have to either go online uh, before you go and pay this congestion charge or go to a post office. Um, but basically it's designed to ease congestion and make sure everyone's kind of accountable on the roads. Uh, but yeah, it's a it's rip a, off It's now. a toll, basically, yeah, yeah, isn't it? But exactly. it's expensive. It's, like it's expensive. And uh, I even living in Canterbury and having done the train, or it's easy enough to just pop over to London for, you know, for bands playing or the weekend. I hadn't actually driven in there before. And uh, I was about 20 took a friend uh, to the O2 arena. Uh, we were going out that night as well. He just wanted to be dropped at the O2. Um, didn't know anything about the congestion charge. It just never came up. So it was a couple of, you know, about a month later, I'd say, and I got a letter in the post with but a fine. H- how do they know? Uh, number plate recognition. Cameras so, on yeah, all the cameras. Yeah, really. on all the main roads they, going yeah, in. Yeah, they got me. And I didn't know, so I get this letter. And it was, it was about, I think it was a... 120 pound fine or something wow. oh shit. yeah and at, at the like time it 240 would, bucks yeah. canadian probably yeah and at Jeez. the time it would have i think it was about 35 pounds for the congestion fee so yeah i, I had no idea uh, but they just thought i just like waltzed in and young naive james yeah just uh, i read an article like people saying that like vancouver should do that but i don't think mm. it's quite to the level of london congestion but at the same time we're also not on an island you know what i mean like like, I think, like, part of the reason why they must have it there is because there's so many people in London, and then I, as you go out of London, there's not that many people, I presume, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's it's just so condensed in that one little... It's, yeah, and it's horrible. You, you don't want to drive there anyway. I mean, it's, like, 20 miles per hour. Uh, not sure of the Ks on that, but it's, yeah, it's slow through all the major... Uh, well, I think it's 40... Um, 
what, what is that 40 kilometers an hour sure <laughs> yeah yeah because fif- yeah 50 kilometers is 30 miles per hour so why yeah. do you guys still do miles per hour i'm really not sure uh, but so i know because yeah, they came up with did, it <laughs> yeah yeah we, we we were the pioneers of that yeah. uh, but i know yeah america does miles per hour okay and uk still does and but australia yeah and new zealand still kilometers yep you actually said in, in 2019 Oh yeah, what's yeah, they the have deal the conversion. with? Oh, what's you. the deal with that in Victoria, a, weird, yeah. over on Vancouver Island? I think they had miles over there. It's oh. be, no, it's because uh, the US passengers coming on the ferry so frequently. They oh, give you a quick, yeah, yeah, they yeah. give you a quick reference to be like, hey, right. think think kilometers, and uh, they do a little little conversion mm-hmm. on, the, on the highway. That um, makes sense. Yeah, starting yep. as the British colony over there too, so they would have been miles per hour at one point. Look at James boasting <laughs> how he used to own a third of the world. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Not anymore, my friend. Not no, anymore. Okay. Times have changed. Well, I think Canada also had miles too. Like for like, it wasn't too long ago where where they changed from like Celsius and Fahrenheit. Like my m- girlfriend's mom apparently was around when they still had Imperial here. So. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it was too long ago. If yeah. Eric was here, he would know the exact uh, he date yeah. and yeah. time that it changed know, yeah, over. Um, yeah. So you went from England. I'm guessing it sounds like you don't really remember it. You don't have an English passport as well, do you? No, just I don't. the three. My dad does though. He, he <laughs> Why does, does he have one? Because <laughs> um, my grandpa was like the British consulate in Bolivia, and he got the oh something something weird through the consulate in Bolivia. Oh, and okay. It worked for them too. Well, we were talking about grandparents though. So yeah. have you looked into that? If maybe because your grand, or is it because he he wasn't born there? So well, maybe not. Actually, never mind. My grandpa was born in Newcastle upon Tyne. Oh, he was. Born oh, in yeah, England. yeah. So I think he was He's British himself. Yeah, yeah. There yeah. We go. So oh, that's, that's why cool. my dad actually has it. Yeah. Awesome. Wow. There you go. Yeah. But then yeah. it didn't go as far as to me, so I, I never got it yet. Well, you never know. It's like the most multicultural <laughs> family. Yeah, and that's Crazy. just like the first five years of your life as well. So well, uh, My friends always joked that I'm like the definition of like globalization and like one person. <laughs> yeah, this is yeah. like the definition. You're the definition of living a broadcast. Basically. Yeah. You're just all of our guests rolled into one. Yeah. Brilliant. So you, you essentially did grow up in Bolivia. Obviously, yeah. you would remember a lot about Bolivia. What, what was it like living and growing up in Bolivia? It was nice. I mean, uh, we were pretty lucky that we, you know, my family always was, I guess, decently affluent over there. So it was a pretty chill life. You know, I had like maids, gardeners, you know, like really, I literally didn't have to lift a finger in my life for the first like 10, 12 years of my you life. Still you still don't, know? mate. No, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> joking. I'm joking. Yeah, yeah. Where's, that, where's, that, where's that maid? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, that's interesting, though. So, and you said the first 12 years, that was the way things were. So it's, yeah, yeah. And what kind, I'm picturing like mansion. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my my dad pretty much kind of bought like a whole block in Bolivia and like developed a bunch of houses, and then like the middle one was ours, and it was this three story house with a swimming pool. Like, wow. shit. Yeah, we had a gym. Like, my room was in the to- in the top, like the third floor, and it was the only room there. And there was a gym, and then my dad's office, and then like the rest of the- wow. it was, it was oh, a really nice house damn. actually. Yeah, it so was you're like full on the- like complex. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. In the, the west wing of the house was your bedroom. Like, yeah, but I was I was too scared to sleep there because I felt alone, so I always <laughs> slept with. <my> <laughs> <sister's> <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. when you know your house is big when you. Yeah. <laughs> you, you get you get lonely while yeah, everyone else yeah. is in. Is um, this is this in La Paz? This is in Santa Cruz. Yeah, Santa Cruz. Okay, so, so that's a little bit more east in the more uh, Valley Amazon section of Bolivia, mm-hmm. which is on on fire by the way right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. tragic mm. out there. Yeah. It's burning away. Yeah, it's still tragic. on fire. 
Yeah, yeah, it's 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 still going. I mean, I think it's just really difficult to contain. So I like how that got like really prominent for like a couple of days, <laughs> and then everybody just forgot about it. Yeah, Everyone's it like, save the rainforest. No, it's like Spider Man's out of the MCU. Let's talk about that. And it's like, <laughs> that, that got more priorities, guys. Yeah, yeah, that got more coverage yeah. than the Amazon fires. So you grew up in Santa Cruz, not La Paz. Yeah, in Santa Cruz. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because La Paz seems like an interesting city. It's like the highest city, isn't it, in the world or some shit? I'm not sure if it's the highest city in the world, but I think it has the highest lake in the world. It's next to La Paz, uh, Lake Titicaca. Yeah, yeah. I used to have this Peruvian friend and he would always be like, man, uh, what was it? You guys got the, no, we've got the titties, you've got the caca or something like that. It's waiting to be said. Yeah, <laughs> something dumb, yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. when we say the highest city, I don't mean everyone's smoking weed. That's I mean, I mean, I mean yeah. <laughs> of course elevation, you did. Yeah. Elevation. Yes, elevation. Yeah. Elevation. Yes. Game. Yeah, I was briefly talking to your uh, uh, your dad about this the other day as well. Did a bit of research, you know, because I knew you, we were having you on. Well prepared. Not really. Um, <laughs> but you got them. I was talking about them, them crazy wrestlers you have in Bolivia, like the women that dress up with the little hats on and stuff. Oh, what Seems like such an interesting culture there in Bolivia. The little hats on? Or is it what, like luchadors? I, or like What, what are they what called? Kind of, uh, they're like bolo hats yeah, almost, bo- you know? Yeah, like bo- they're like yeah, the little bolt. Bol- oh. Bolo, bolo hat. <laughs> Just imagine like a top hat, but yeah. it's shorter and it's round instead of like flat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that's like the, the wrestling style, what like pro wrestling. No, it's actually like a, I think it's a traditional hat that's worn by the indigenous women there. Uh, they're called, um, I don't know the name of them, but basically it's like part of like their regular attire. And I guess they, mm. they wear it too when they're doing the wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like a big part of the culture is this mm. wrestling <laughs> thing. Interesting. YouTube it when you get home. Yeah, right? we yeah. Are, yeah, yeah. yeah it's pretty vicious. Like, yeah. Look at, look at some yeah. uh, titty uh, when I get, uh, no, no, no. Titty caca and hats. But yeah, that's, that's really cool beginnings there though. That's uh yeah, you've been, you know, all over the place. And and I assume that's moving schools as well a couple of times, or is it the right age that once you'd moved uh, back to Bolivia, that's where you would stay then till yeah. uh, till when that you came to Canada? Basically, um, we did, um, I was in like a private school there. So it was like a private American program. So I was always learning English. I think most of my classes were actually in English. They, were, they, they would get upset if you spoke Spanish. But I was there until grade six. So from like pre-kinder and then actually halfway through grade seven. So I did the first semester of grade seven. And then after that in December, we moved to the States. We moved to Maryland State. Oh, another another country. You just slipped that in like nothing. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, a fifth country yeah. I've lived in. It's okay. I knew you guys weren't expecting that. <laughs> no, it's just like America. <laughs> yeah. yeah, another one for the Maryland. List. Maryland State, yeah. So Washington, D.C., I guess, pretty uh, much around there. Yeah. Are, yeah, yeah, that yeah, area. Getting closer and closer to your Closer currents. and closer, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Was, wow. was that for your dad's work? Yeah, because in well. that time he was doing international development. So his main office was in Washington, D.C. And from there he would like travel to like all these different countries. God, who the fuck is your dad? Yeah, we got like, cry. high five. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, my friends always joke that he was like some CIA agent. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's, Sounds uh, like it. That's, uh, that's who was interviewing me while I, while yeah. I was away last week. It's, yeah, uh, exactly. It's dad. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, well, yeah, we, I mean, this is amazing because next time we come into work and see your dad there, we're going to, you know, have all, all that Know background. so much more about yeah, him. Yeah, he's, uh, you know, we, we need to get... I, I don't know if I can trust him now, to be honest. <laughs> I don't we know who to get, he is. Get him on as a guest. Get him as a guest and we'll find out. 
mean, we're just infiltrates in the company, you know? Yeah, you're a plant. You're a high up plant. Yeah. Uh, so uh, when you moved to Washington, was that still a private school or was it No, high no not anymore. I mean, like, as I said, Bolivia is just, you know, it was just a lot more affordable there, you know, to like be able to do all those things. And then when we went to the States, it was a big slap in the face for the whole family. <laughs> yeah. I have to wash the dishes, believe it or not. You know? <laughs> no more oh maids, my God, yeah. no, more, uh, no more attic space. Yeah, uh, no, nothing, nothing more, you know? So, but I mean, it was still, it was still really nice, of course, you know, like we still, um, I still like live pretty comfortably, I'd say in Maryland, but it was just a completely different lifestyle, you know? Yeah. yeah. How long was that for? That was three years. So I think I got there in 2008 and then we left in 2000. 10 or 11. Somewhere, oh, so somewhere again, like quite that. a quite a quick move again after that one. And then yeah. I assume that was the final move where you're going to surprise us. Nah, <laughs> there's actually one more. <laughs> okay, yes. Yeah, Go so basically uh, when my dad's contract ended, we, we were none of us are Americans. So they're like, okay, guys, you guys got to dip, like time yeah. to go. So our choice was to go back to Bolivia or to come to Canada since we all have Canadian passports. We're like, let's go to Canada. So we ended up in Calgary. So I lived oh. in Calgary oh. for one year. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So you, you were an early teen in the U.S. Yeah. Were you? Yeah, I guess I was like uh, 13 to 16, I think. Yeah. Was, it, was it hard making that transition, like culturally as an early teenager? Honestly, it was it was a little bit hard just because, I mean, I was like a teenager from Bolivia, you know? So like I went to the States and all of a sudden there's this entirely like super multicultural environment. So, you know, in Bolivia, like my private school was like just a kind of like a small portion of what Bolivia looked like, you know? Yeah. And then going to the States and like just having all these people from all over the world was really nice. You know, it was really yeah. shocking, but it was also like, wow, like <laughs> pretty, know? pretty handy that you've been learning uh, English for yeah. so long as well. Right. Yeah. Made the transition a little bit more easier. It worked out for sure. Yeah. yeah. A bit of a change of pace and uh, anyone else from Bolivia that you happened to, to meet there? Was Actually. It? Yeah. One of my dad's colleagues was this uh, guy and his daughter was in my school. <laughs> Oh, oh, nice. oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, cool. so we were kind of friends, but not really. Yeah, yeah just someone yeah. like that that first day at school that you could kind yeah. of chat to maybe. On this. Yeah. And so begs the question, the whole of Canada and you guys choose Calgary. Got to get to that stampede. <laughs> because my... Uh, <laughs> Love those flames. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Go flames. <laughs> but basically because my dad's sister, um, her husband worked for Shell Canada in Calgary. And I guess uh, because we had family there, we're like, okay, let's go to Calgary because yeah. family, right? Makes yeah. sense. And it, and it took you guys a full year to realize Calgary shit. <laughs> yeah, we were like, wow, this is cold, you know? It was it was a really cold place. Uh, yeah, and I guess you moved in the winter then. Was that when you arrived? Or did um, you see the I think summer? It was turn? like pre-winter. I arrived, I think we left August. And we uh, arrived like, just like August, and then I started school in September. And literally, like, it, was, it hadn't even been like three weeks or something. And like the teacher comes to the front of class and she's like, guys, today we're the second coldest place on earth. Oh, that's and it was like, I mean, it was early winter, so like it doesn't say much, but I was like still like, where the hell am I? Like, yeah, why am especially I? used to the warm climate. Like yeah. even in Maryland, you would have had nice, nice warm summer there and then exactly. you're thrown into the, you know, parka jacket on. Yeah, yeah. Sounds um, like the teacher was bragging about it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. then poor old Nadine's just sitting there like fucking freezing. <laughs> I was the only one wearing a jacket, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can just imagine like on the wall, they've got like the rankings. They're like, we're number two today and then moving it up the next yeah. day. We are number one, guys. Number <laughs> oh, man. That's, yeah, what an adjustment again then for you. So yeah. pretty much within four or five years, you'd lived in Bolivia, the US and Canada. Yeah. That's insane. That's, yeah, wow, spinning around and, and yeah, and then it was how many more years till it was Vancouver time? It was just one year. We literally were just there one year and then we came to Vancouver in 20, 2010 or 2011. I always forget. 
Yeah. But yeah, I did my last two years of high school. Actually, we moved to Richmond. Uh, so I did my last two years of high school in Richmond, 11 mm-hmm. and 12. Yeah, and you still reside in Richmond to this day. I still do, yeah. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. Well, what a, uh, that is by far the uh, longest journey that anybody has taken on this podcast <laughs> yeah. to get to Vancouver, <laughs> without a doubt. For sure. F- five countries is is the record. <sighs> yeah, I mean, well, that's... We hopefully I'll keep there for a while. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're the I don't the think there's holder. much chance of anybody uh, <laughs> getting no. that title, mate. I think you got yeah. that one down well, pat. Maybe, uh, maybe your dad. On the when he's yeah. as a guest. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh no, good stuff. That's and, and now that you're here, you mentioned uh, uh, before we started recording that you're going to go back to Bolivia for a, for a holiday. How are you feeling about that? I'm kind of nervous. I haven't been back in 10 years, you know. Since so, you were yeah. 13, since, since you last was, left. Yeah, yeah. So, well, I, we went back once, like the year after. So, yep. so yeah, okay. basically 14 years old. So Just, it was the same, yeah. So nervousness, that's the overwhelming mm-hmm. feeling about things? Well, because I don't know. I mean, I kind of left feeling kind of weird about the place you know like i think i i felt like i didn't really fit in with my friends that much there you know so like okay. and, and i think again as, as i mentioned earlier i think i just because i was in a private school you know classes yeah. were really small it's just a really small pool of people you know mm-hmm. so like part of me is nervous because i'm like wow like that's all i know about my own country yeah but another part of me is like wow like i get to see the rest of the country not just those people from that yeah. school you know so be yeah. a nice experience and yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and where are you staying when you're back so we're still in the works of planning the, the trip itself but we're gonna arrive in santa cruz but immediately go to la paz to visit my grandpa and my grandma and then we're gonna go to the salt flats have you guys heard of uh, salardo uni of no. course <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah uh, basically list. it's like one of Definitely the biggest uh, salt flats in the world look it up look it up okay, okay. um yeah. and then we're gonna go to um Potosí, Sucre, Cochabamba, and end up, end up back in Santa Cruz. Mm, and then, so. uh, it's Mikey's we'll favorite. Back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Say Potosí, that ten yeah. times. That sounds cool. <laughs> oh, brilliant. What, what kind of uh, site? Bolivia is pretty small for a South American country, right? Yeah, I mean, I think I, I just found out yesterday. Actually, is slightly bigger than BC. Oh right! Whoa, it's really? Still pretty big. Yeah. That's pretty big. It's, it's decently big, but I think for for South America, I think. Not not as large as some of the other countries yet. Uh, I was yeah. kind of curious, and I did ask your dad about the geography of Bolivia, and he was like, "It's the place, perfect place for smuggling, because we're surrounded <laughs> by like five <laughs> smuggling countries." <laughs> and I'm like, "Okay, there we go. Cool yeah. fact. Another little tangent for him there. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Because it borders five different countries or something, doesn't it? Or four? Yeah. Or well, it's it's I think one of two landlocked countries in South America, and it's in the dead center of South America. And due to that, it it has so many different biomes. You know, it has uh, the Amazon. It has mm-hmm. the Andes. It has a desert. It has you know this great plains. Whoa. So there's a lot to see in terms of nature because they're just so diverse. You know, well, we were to- we got cool. yeah, and we got it an email cool. uh, email a few weeks ago, and we we're talking about if money wasn't an option, uh, wasn't a an object, uh, yeah. how would we where would we travel? And I, I did mention South America and uh, been wanting to go to Bolivia. So it's, it sounds like it would be a, a worthy. I definitely uh, recommend it. Yeah, yeah. Or well, anywhere in South America, if you guys can go, like I think you guys would truly enjoy it. Food, right. people, music. Cool. Nature, yeah. Mm. Well, Except nice. for I might steer clear of Venezuela. For now. Yeah, sketchy as fuck. We actually used to work with a guy a couple of years ago, Ivan. Shout, shout out to Ivan. He was from Venezuela. And I said, if I was to go to Venezuela, how long could I survive there? And he's like, 24 hours maybe. I'm like, what? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> he's like, yeah, being generous, you could survive for 24 hours. I'm like, fuck. Okay. Um, so yeah, not. So yeah, what what if money wasn't an option for you? Let's mm-hmm. let's put the question on to you. What I know this is throwing in the deep end. Money's Straight not away. an option. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can go on any trip, go anywhere. 
Honestly, I think uh, there's so much more of sort of different sections of Asia that I like to travel through, mm-hmm. you know? Like, yeah. Like Central Asia, you know, so... Um, the, the stands? The stands, Kaz- but also yeah, India, you know, and, and also the rest of, like, you know, e- like okay. Eastern Asia. Like so so just kind of like all of that, you know? Have yeah. you done any of any of that? I've only been to Vietnam. And, okay. And China mm-hmm. for, like, a layover, like a really long one, but that was it, yeah. Yeah. What do you think of Vietnam? It was beautiful. James has been. I really enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, went on the tail end of the uh, Thailand trip, but cool. definitely in a place that was it was very brief. Need to need to yeah. get back. But yeah. it's a beautiful place. And, uh, definitely. The, the I mean, I also went back. I went there with my dad as well, so it was another oh. father son trip. <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah. So it was kind of cool. Yeah. Sounds like I guess you're the you're the only boy out of four, right? I'm so the does only that boy, make yeah. you and your dad? like a bit closer because of that do you think definitely i mean sometimes you know we do have to stick together to yeah. our voice you <laughs> know yeah, i bet yeah. so. i bet mate i bet <laughs> and yeah we're talking about uh, you know your beginnings and traveling around and uh, a constant in your life music so mm-hmm. uh, you're a guitar player right yeah and uh, where did that love begin for you well actually my first guitar p- teacher lied to me he told me that um he was gonna go on vacation but he never came back <laughs> yeah apparently i was a shitty student <laughs> so oh. really so he just he just left you know that's his words he essentially <laughs> fired you yeah. as a student yeah he did and never came back but didn't have the balls to say he just he just said yeah smoked bombed you. going on vacation yeah. and i think i was i was probably like eight you know i was really young so i mean i guess you know when you're young you're not that Attentive, you know. Nah, but we're you know not not into naming and shaming. But what was his uh, what, was his <laughs> <laughs> what, what was his name? <laughs> I don't even remember. I, to oh, be I, say I can't yeah. believe. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how bad could you have been to <laughs> yeah. have warranted he just do this? Like, yeah, I really don't know. I think I just didn't listen. Like, he'd be like, "Oh, play this," and I'd be like, "No," you know, like just like bratty <laughs> kid stuff. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. Um, you know, it's all about expression, and you got you got to nurture an artist when they're getting started out. You know, exactly. So it's just yeah. If he didn't have that kind of support, then yeah, yeah, he just. Uh, <laughs> but I can't believe that. I think it was like a few other teachers uh, in school. We had a music teacher that, um, for some reason, really liked me. So she like would give me and this other kid like private lessons at her house to play the recorder. So nice. the recorder. So we'd play yeah. the recorder, nice and then um, then I joined the school band uh, as a bass player, and mm-hmm. then as a drum player. And then my dad brought back an electric guitar from the states once, and it kind of just sat in my house for a while, but. Then I just picked it up and I started learning Blink-182 songs yeah. on my own. And, and we oh, really? And that's kind of how it all started. You know, that's where I really was like, okay, I really like this instrument. And then that's I just fun. went from there, yeah. Well, yeah, it's uh, always starting with the, the Blink-182, the Green Day, you know, just yeah, like yeah. power chords. It's, exactly. That's fun. Yeah, and yeah, so uh, did you, you say bass and drums as well before that? Were they just kind of, you were passing through and now guitar's like the one that's really resonated with you? Well, in those times, yes, and then guitar resonated with me for a really long time. But then when I moved to the States, the school counselor asked me, like, oh, like, what do you like to do? I was like, well, I, I played the bass for my band in Bolivia. And it was like the electric bass, right? And they're like, oh, I know what, I know what class we can put you in. So they took me to this orchestra, and they gave me an upright bass. Oh, oh yeah. And so yeah, I played cello. the upright bass actually for, for five years. Um, in, in Vancouver, I actually played for the Vancouver Youth Symphony Orchestra. Oh, nice. And, uh, I got to play with the Vancouver Symphony Orchestra once at the Orpheum. So Amazing. that was kind of Oh, fun. wow. There you go. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, wow, yeah. I've never been in that theater, but... It's um, really nice. It's yeah. stunning. Yeah. I yeah. imagine it would be. That's cool. Slapping the bass. Yeah. And yeah. so now you've just gone back. What, what do you play? I don't even know. Like, <laughs> no worries, yeah. Rock... Uh, well, I kind of started with rock, but then like somehow classical guitar took over me Mm -hmm. and then I did that for a long time, but then I kind of got a little out of it and I started just uh, playing uh, jazz. So I like to just do finger style jazz on, on like nylon string guitar. 
Yeah, you did. Sweet. Yeah, because <laughs> nice. yeah, yeah. we talked about um, when we did our Grouse Grime, we are talking about music love as well. And uh, I'm a uh, progressive rock, metal kind of fan. And that definitely goes hand in hand with uh, classical music. So the metal, sure. yeah, the, the kind of symphonic element. And uh, that's really cool. Uh, but yeah, this is, again, we, Eric's not here to tell me off here and uh, get get me back on track. But uh, <laughs> sorry, Eric. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I had a, it's a little guitar related story. Um, so I had some real luck at a thrift store, uh, as we know, one of my many superpowers. There you go. <laughs> Bra- briefly tell Nadine. Uh, yeah, so I've got the, uh, it's the thrift luck, basically. Um, and it's got to the freakish point where I can kind of, I don't ever need anything. I'm content with what I have. But if there's something that just pops into my mind, chances are I'm going to come across it in the thrift store and he it summons gets, yeah summon summons it. the object it's the laws of attraction you know if i've got a rip bag a backpack or whatever you i just think like, oh you know need a new one and is it always the same thrift store uh yeah the, it's the magic thrift again wow. we got the magic theme uh nice. not, not very creative with my names <laughs> this week uh but yeah the magic thrift uh up on i'm not gonna announce it again you know yeah so. i was gonna i was gonna say i'm surprised you told them that much <laughs> mate. Know, it's usually I, a secret oh okay, yeah, okay. But it's, gonna it's, it's, it's gonna be a lineup at yeah. nine o'clock tomorrow morning <laughs> <laughs> well they had uh yeah good good little sale on the other week uh 50 off all dress shirts so you know but, oh, well. uh, but yeah didn't, I was wondering I didn't. why you're always wearing dress shirts <laughs> <laughs> yeah not not do it usually doing the old clothing and that but usually find these uh, these you know brand new shoes with tags on and all this crazy stuff um, but back on point here uh, I found a guitar and uh, an epiphone guitar rose uh, rosewood beautiful looking guitar but no a complete project guitar it was uh, no strings no no kind of nut on there at the top um and they had it up for 49.99 so i was kind of looking at it but couldn't justify 50 bucks i was just like ah it's a nice little guitar um but the lady who is another little kind of uh you know little addition to have this thrift luck she really gets on with me so she uh, she sees me looking at things and she'll say hell you like that and i'm just like yeah um but 50 bucks you know uh, she was like give me a dollar what? And so someone's got a crush on James. <laughs> she's a lovely lady, you know. If you're listening, uh, you know, hello. I'll see you next week. You don't um, even know her name. <laughs> uh, I, I actually don't. She's uh, from the Philippines. The magic and, lady. Yeah, yeah. The magic, the magic lady. lady. Yeah, she's from the Philippines, and, we, and it is just more of a, you know, she's not in there every week, but we, it's always like, a, you know, we'll, we'll we'll nod and smile and talk about the weather for a bit. Um, so uh, yeah, so she gave me this uh, this dollar guitar, and I just said, no, 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 I, that's ridiculous. I'll give you ten. So came came halfway. Uh, I got this guitar. It was a bit of a project. I posted some, you know, did it, made it into a real project and got it up to scratch. And it sounded incredible. I was really happy. Restrung it, popped the new nut on there and everything. Um, and, uh, yeah, couldn't be happy with it. Uh, one night, got up in the middle of uh, the eve to go to the toilet there in the pitch black, knocked it over. It was just standing up against my bedroom wall, so kicked it over. Uh, heard an almighty crash, but I just thought maybe it's just the sound of a guitar just, you know, falling. Uh, but no, I shattered it. Uh, the strings were all over the place, uh, the broken headstock, so I'd fucked it up, basically. And uh, it would be a few days later where I was on my way out uh, of the room, got my foot snagged in the strings and trod on the headstock, and it actually got stuck in my foot. And I think we've talked about this on a previous podcast, maybe. I, I think so. James decides to send us a photo of his bloody foot and <laughs> everything. Absolutely disgusting. I, I'd forgotten about it until now. I can't believe you're bringing it up again. Yeah, it's just because of the guitar thing. Yeah. But uh, weren't we we were going to like a baseball game yeah. or something that day. Yeah. And how did you dress this severe wound? Well, yeah, and severe is the key word. It was uh, straight to the bath because, I mean, I've just thought I'd trod on it, you know, like treading on Lego or something. Um, but when I realized the guitar, the sharp strings that had been cut were stuck in my foot 
and it oh. sliced it like an avocado is how I uh, explained it. That seems uh, gruesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, it, and it, it wasn't stopped. The, bl- the blood was instant. It was pretty intense. So ran to the bath. It was just pouring into the bathtub. So I was like, this is a hospital scenario here. Um, but I, you know, washed it off. I put as much pressure as I could on it and the bleeding did start to, to slow down. So I was like, you know, um, but being the ultra prepared guy I am, no first aid kit. So again, just should have known better. Uh, now I very much have a, very well stocked first aid kit from this experience. Did you get it at the thrift store? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was uh, yeah, it was on special. Nice. Uh, but uh, yeah, I uh, so I had no bandages. I you know not nothing. I did have some polysporin though, luckily, so I d- dis- disinfected. Uh, but Mikey's referring to my uh, mummification with via toilet paper. <laughs> so multiple layers, just rolling it round my foot until I formed you know a. Uh, a large, comfy layer of uh, very classy toilet paper there. But it, I, I had to do what I had to do. That's, that's all I had to work with. The bleeding had stopped, but it was, it was painful. Um, so I just like, had this huge layer around the foot, slid it into a sock, and popped my shoe on and uh, drove to the baseball game. You had to, yeah. Um, you didn't drive <laughs> to the baseball game that uh, day. I didn't, actually. <laughs> I... I uh, how did I get there? I, uh, I don't oh, know, I, but uh, we were drinking a lot, so you definitely didn't drive. <laughs> no, I, oh yeah, that's a good point. No, I, I must have. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember. Yeah, I don't know. I think I was more uh, traumatized by the gaping wound in my foot, so I can't quite remember. Uh, I think I, it was bus or bike. Oh no, was it bike? Not sure. Oh, it was taxi. Prob- okay. it, it, was, it was the lazy option. <laughs> okay, it, it was the lazy option. It was taxi. Um, so yeah, we did some pre-drinks, and I kind of showed because they saw the photo, and then they're like, what, "Are you all right?" And I was just like, "Yeah, yeah, I've just got this uh, toilet paper," and they obviously took the piss out of me for a bit um but it had formed like a cast around my foot and uh having been disinfected it was luckily i got away uh scot-free but yeah it's uh, a lesson kids always have a f- well-stocked first aid kit i was too cocky or uh, just turn the light on when you go to the washroom <laughs> in the middle of yeah. the night well, so wake, you can see where you're walking wake, wake up your girlfriend though you know you gotta be, have some consideration you know laura's uh, got an early start i'm tiptoeing out the, blame uh, it on laura <laughs> go yeah, on. Fuck it out. so what's the sil- silver lining to this story i thought <laughs> You know, you were uh, setting it up that you had a nice guitar uh, or something? No, no, I mean, it was a lovely guitar. Oh, yeah. I just fucked everything up, basically. He fucked his and foot and the guitar. guitar. And it's, it's the cursed guitar, oh, so no. it started off as a... But I was planning to resurrect it as well. Okay. Um, and so I had the broken guitar, put it in a different room, and then Laura tripped up in it. Oh, so no. So I've no, now we've got rid of the thing. It's it's definitely a cursed <laughs> item. Good uh, idea. Yeah, she's got no uh, no gaping foot wound, though. So, uh, yeah. yeah. But anyway, again, it, sorry uh, for that. <laughs> <laughs> for that <laughs> image. Bloody, yeah, and... Uh, I, I black and whited the photo just uh, to, you know, the shock of blood was a bit, I didn't want to scare Mikey and Eric, so uh, <laughs> I psycho Very sensitive, just, yeah. Yeah, yeah, black yeah. and white, you know. But um, th- your guitar's funny because, I, as as we said, ships in the night, but whenever you're in the office, you've always got the guitar over your back. Like, <laughs> yeah. did you do the grouse grind with the guitar on your back? I never <laughs> you can imagine seen, it. <laughs> I've never seen you in the office without your guitar. It must be like... Uh, an extra appendage. For I you. mean, that's the goal, that guys. To if the guitar can become an extra appendage for me, then do you play solo well. or are you in a band? Ah, uh, so I I have a solo project and then I have two bands. Oh shit! Plug plug them. Yeah. yeah. Well, plug them to our fifty <laughs> listeners. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're still we're still up and coming. So one of them is called Precipice, and Precipice I play with an electric guitar, and that one's uh, more like an alternative progressive rock kind of vibe. Nice. And the other one's called Equalia, and that one's. Um, more of like a jazz kind of funky kind of band, and mm. I have a, an electric nylon string guitar. So nice. Oh, cool. Yeah. Mix cool, cool, cool. That's cool, and that gives you like 
outlets as again you're not kind of backed into a corner you exactly got yeah like i have my like nylon string stuff but then i have my angsty like rock kind of stuff yeah. where i can just mm. yeah good i used to play trumpet in a school <laughs> jazz band but um so is this like a career thing is this what you want to do with your life music it sounds like i'm trying yeah like this it's i mean it's kind of hard i, I think i'm kind of stuck in the production limbo i guess where i have to learn how to use technology with music yeah. not just the instrument so like i think that's my next step but i don't yeah, know how that I feels mean, man this podcast machine it is for it's for dummies it's like the easiest thing ever we've mentioned yeah. it before there's a big red button that says record yep. and that's pretty much all you need to do yeah um good it also has some really nice sounds right uh, yeah, <laughs> we refuse to play them though because we don't want to stoop to that level. Yeah, okay, we got enough, a preset yeah. soundboard. Uh, I think one of our guests it. snuck a sound in once. But yeah, uh, we won't talk about that. No, that's why he's not edited. back. Yeah, yeah. 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 exactly. Never he's been cast away to Montreal <laughs> now. Actually, oh, fair enough. Yeah. over there. Yeah. Um, that's that. That's awesome, man. It's it's it must be an intimidating thing to to choose something like yeah, like like an art, like yeah. like music and be like this is what my career is going to be because it's so up in the air right there's yeah. there's no guarantees yeah what's t- what was even more tough about is that that i did three years of a chemical engineering degree and then i was like what <laughs> music time you know yeah. <laughs> really yeah three just, years? how much longer did you have left until you graduated uh, one year one year left yeah do you think uh, you'll ever go back i i think about it sometimes you know i like i'm like well i could be I could be making a little bit of money right now, but then, but then I'm like, you know what? Like, I actually really enjoy playing, and and like I find that 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 is something that I can actually spend a lot yeah. of time doing. You know, yeah, with chemical you, engineering, I was always you're probably like, not passionate about it, right? You wouldn't love it the way that you love music. No, yeah. I mean, I kind of started. I, I was kind of passionate when I started it. I, I wanted to do water treatment abroad, mm. so like kind of and developing communities all, all around the world. You know, help them with water treatment. But yeah. then when I got into the program and I did the courses, it was just like this isn't really what I'm cool with, you know, so. Yeah, got to do what makes you happy. And, yeah, and yeah as, as Mikey says, obviously, um, you know, you've got the, the kind of pressure to, if you want to do that for the career, but it sounds like you've got, you know, lots of uh, spinning plates going on. So yeah. the opportunities will come. You've already played the Orpheum uh, symphony <laughs> on it, so yeah. uh, we've gone that's in. Pretty cool. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good for your, uh, you know. Your what, did, uh, what did your parents say when you were like, <laughs> Mom, Dad, I'm dropping out of chemical engineering to be a guitarist? Yeah. Uh, with you know one what? year left, <laughs> they were they were supportive. You know, they were as any parent would. They were like kind of dubious about it. You know, they're like, well, you know, sure. but but they were also if this is really what you want to do, then then we're we're all for it. So I, I'm lucky that I had supportive parents oh, for that. Cool. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome, yeah. man. Well, yeah, best of luck. Uh, you Thanks, know. guys. Yeah, yeah. It's, the it's the amount of time I see you walking around that guitar, you, <laughs> you, you got to be good. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm telling I'm, I'm you. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> I've never heard you play, but uh, yeah, maybe we'll like link the the like a YouTube video to your bands or something on, on the yeah, Instagram upload. We'll do something like that. Fair enough. Sure. What, when Absolutely. it comes out, you know, we still have no content digitally or anything. So when it does yeah. happen, I'll let you guys know. <laughs> cool. okay. So is there, is there, that's on the horizon. Then some studio time is the next step. Or are you doing some like home studio things at the moment, like working with software? Well, with for, for my solo stuff, I think home studio is my next step. And that's kind of like most of my tip money from, uh, from here, I think is going to go to like buying some more recording equipment for my house. Sweet. Uh, and then uh, for bands, I think it's mostly writing songs. Um, one of them we're going to go into the studio because we got that grant and then getting gigs, you know, yeah. so yeah. that's kind of what and we're have working Have you played on. with either band now? You, you've done a few gigs already, haven't you? Yeah, with both of them. Uh, with Equalia, I'm l- the, the lead singer, she's really, really motivated. She's the singer and guitar player. She's also 
really good at just getting us gigs you know she nice. i'm not not yeah. it's not my forte i'm just like there to play the guitar but she's like let's <laughs> yeah. get gigs you know uh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah you need someone like that i think in, in a band yeah. you're someone that's motivated to you know take you to that next kind of echelon and uh well exactly, that's great yeah. yeah so that and uh, how about the other one and then the other one we're mostly just writing like there's no one that's really motivated in that way in that band but we're all really we connect really well and we just really love writing uh together so we're just developing a repertoire and then Eventually, hopefully, one of us kind of is like, okay, we got to put ourselves out there. But we have had a few gigs. With that one, we mostly play at in like house party basements. <laughs> oh, <laughs> really. So it's kind of fun for that reason. Yeah, it has to start with that. It's like you, yeah. out, so you can get into a room and jam and just have fun doing it. And then exactly, you know, the yeah. ideas will come from that. And Exactly. Uh, yeah, that's fun. I can just that imagine you those Blink-182 covers in the, in the <laughs> basement. <laughs> yeah. and that yeah. that band <laughs> sounds yeah. like, like we're the equivalent podcast to that band. Like, yeah. like <laughs> the three of us, there's no one, someone really motivating and trying to push, push, push. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. everyone just loves yeah. doing it, right? Yeah. Exactly. We, we enjoy yeah. getting in the room. Exactly. Yeah. We'll get there. Just yeah. like your band will get there. We'll, get there. we'll, we'll get eventually there. get yeah. there um, as well. Yeah. Yeah. You got to so develop the material first, I guess. I always say that, you know? Yeah, because that's then true. that motivates you to be like, okay, we have something good. Yeah, Absolutely. well, we've already developed over. the coaster, you know, that step. That's uh, true. That's <laughs> true. Going if in that Eric order. would stop losing fucking episodes, that yeah, would be fucking handy as well. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you hear what happened? He lost. A, he got his laptop stolen. It was a big thing. Yeah, I heard in, in Colonna, his his yeah. car got broken into or yeah. something, right? And then yeah. he just fucks off to Europe, leaves us to deal with it. You know, it's a mess. in the dust. I can't yeah. believe it. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, are there any plans on the horizon for you to live in a sixth country or live abroad from here or anything? Because I guess you, you are living abroad, but. Yeah, it's kind of mm. weird. I mean, like, I mean, if you ask any of my friends, I'm the local, you know, but I've only been here for eight years. But I guess because <laughs> I, I was here when I was in grade 11, like I kind of adhere to like the culture here a little bit. OK, but yeah, it's it's definitely in the horizon. I would love to live somewhere else and, um, and and just experience that. But I think nothing is pulling me away from Vancouver so far. Nothing that has made me want to leave. And mm-hmm. I think I just have a lot of cool things going on here for now. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. And so you you uh, you see a lot of the the positives that we do for Vancouver and uh, absolutely, e- yeah. And we do have a little segment recurring on our show here, uh, the Winge Binge. Oh yeah, good good segment. Yeah, was, was that? <laughs> uh, it's just, uh, and I mean, you're one of the happiest guys I know. I think you know, oh, always a happy demeanor. <laughs> you know, good to go. So I don't know if there's much that's going to annoy you. <laughs> it, but th- this segment is really where we air our grievances. Any kind of issue about Vancouver? It, yeah, anything yeah. that's you know pressing that's particularly annoying. Or BC, BC, or, or Canada. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but mainly yeah. maybe Vancouver. Because you've got some good comparison points too. So me and Mikey, we've got like you know we've places we've lived in terms of our home countries and then we've moved away and done the big jump uh, whereas you've got so many of these experiences so i guess you've got some comparable kind of uh, experiences there so yeah anything to uh, get off your chest hmm, not anything off the top of my head but i guess i mean as as you guys probably get every time i mean weather winter here is is kind of gruesome a little bit mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. But yeah, you're you're right. I mean, I don't yeah, know. yeah, I, 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 I thought that right would be now. the case. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I guess versus Calgary winters, you know, it's it's, it's just different. You know, like I think uh, over there it was cold, but the sun was out. You know, yeah, over here it's like it's cold, gray. but it's not sunny. You know, so you get sad. Sure. You know, so it's kind of like mm. it must be. Do you do winter activities, snowboard or ski or anything like that, or? N- uh, not much. Uh, I think mostly I, I I just like to go hike in the rain sometimes. That's kind of fun, you know. Yeah. Like I think yeah. that's 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 the best you can do. You know, it's gonna rain. Just 
go do the same stuff you do, sure. but in the rain. You know? Make and lemonade. Yeah. yeah. And as a musician as well, like that's that's kind of the most uh, inspirational moments yeah. when you're just kind of like wandering. And oh, I guess yeah, that's one thing. I c- the music industry is kind of weird here, you know, because I think uh, due to all of like the high real estate prices, you know, there's mm-hmm. very very little kind of venues or a small amount of venues that are actually willing to invest in new music. And you mean like live music scene? Live music yeah. scene. Yeah, I've, I've noticed yeah, that. For sure. I've noticed that. Like, yeah. I, I almost think where I'm from, like Perth and Fremantle, there's like little yeah. little places where like up and coming bands will, will play and stuff. Exactly. And I've never experienced that in um in vancouver in yeah. vancouver it, it or noticed it too it's much extremely noticeable yeah. when i got here because yeah again from the uk it's a huge live music scene i mean it was every week it was you know gigs mm, and it might absolutely. be a little bar a little basement bar or there's just always something on and australia i found that too and as you say man mm-hmm. and uh you know up in good old Fremantle, um i'm sure you had like a few hotels dotted around yeah you? yeah definitely you know, James used to play at the Ivanhoe. <laughs> no <laughs> way, really? That's my claim to fame, yeah. Orpheum awesome. and Ivanhoe. <laughs> <laughs> You're on the same level, yeah, right? Yeah, no. uh, yeah. Same postal code. And yeah, I, I just do it for fun as well. Like uh, I say, I had a, a little mess around, a ja- few jam bat little projects over the years. Cool. But uh, yeah, when I think of kind of future-wise, I think it's just a, a, a yeah. hobby I love. Yeah. Know? Well, I played once at Lana Luz. Have you guys heard of Lana Luz? It's in like... I guess it's on like Hastings and Princess or something like that. Oh. But yeah, similar to Ivanhoe kind of vibe, you know, small place, you know, where, where you get to just like play. It yeah. rings a bell. I feel like I've been there, but I was probably mm. fucked up. Yeah, Lana so. Luz after a little trip to sure. uh, Funkies, maybe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, no, but it, it was cool at the Ivanhoe because there was like the session musicians that were always mm-hmm. there. So you, you'd kind of, you know, I had a mate who was a drummer. So we'd go up, you know, guitar, drums, and then there's like a bassist that played every song. And uh, yeah, it kind of awesome, love, yeah. Yeah, I like the vibes in those places. It's, uh, it's another cool fun. place in Vancouver we can do that is I think every Wednesday at 12 Kings so have you guys ever driven down Kingsway yeah 12 oh, Kings yeah. Yeah, 12 Kings one, yeah. yeah yeah they, they like have an, an open band uh, yeah. on Wednesdays it's attached to the Biltmore it's I think so yeah, it might, yeah. that's yeah. it yeah, yeah. The yeah. Big yeah banners outside oh when's when's that I think it's on Wednesdays yeah is so it? you just show up and then they have instruments there already and then people just random people just get together and play music at that's 12 Kings cool. so I couldn't yeah. really yeah. imagine that bar it doesn't seem like the top of bar <laughs> but, but there you go yeah they've got a yeah. big uh, banner outside advertising it it's just like yeah like so yeah so the live music scene definitely a bit of a jumping off point there's not yeah, not too much going on. It's a on, little but lacking, but yeah, but in terms of those moments, can. yeah, when yeah. there's moments like that, they kind of stand out. I think it creates a, a nice opportunity for you know people to develop a community here because the the people that do want to play the smaller shows, they end up just organizing them themselves, you know. Okay. And there's a lot of like warehouses or kind of like rundown places that people don't really know about, but that you can yeah. easily c- go there and rent and make your own event and like yeah. you buy the liquor license and you can sell your liquor and then you play. So, like, I think that's kind of where the original kind of up-and-coming scene is in Vancouver. Yeah. Um, I've, which is kind of neat. I've got a couple of friends, and, and they're, they're down with that scene. They know all that. So, I've been to a few gigs in, like, like a furniture shop. Yeah. It's <laughs> just, like, been, super random places, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. things like that, like, in weird places. Yeah. And a couple of warehouse places. Mm-hmm. So. Exactly. I think, uh, I think that's, but that's a good whinge binge because I was like, yeah. nothing that nothing close to what we've ever had. Usually, people say weather and it's expensive, <laughs> yeah. pretty, pretty much, yeah, which, nice which are two of the main ones. But yeah, that's it's good to get a good insight into the music industry. 
Yeah, that mm-hmm. kind of was nicely uh, intertwined into your, uh, you know, music. Kind of inspired to pick up the trumpet again, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Dust it off. Yeah, yeah. we'll get the, uh, we'll get, <laughs> we'll get the band back We're actually together. looking for a trumpet player. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Damn, I should have brought it back from Australia. <laughs> I was thinking about it, but I, I didn't want to be that one asshole in the apartment building that was playing the <laughs> trumpet. Like, it's pretty loud, so... Yeah, that's yeah. the struggle of playing music with like that kind of instrument, you know? Because like you, if you don't know how to play, you're literally learning and like making everyone around you suffer. Yeah, you, know? you can't pop yeah. in your headphones on that one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we have a king guitarist living next door to us, but they're actually really good, so okay. it doesn't okay. bother me oh, too much, which is good. Yeah, talk about live music. You've got it just yeah. next door. And I didn't get a single noise complaint at that party that I had on Friday night. I was talking about. Cool. Which is which is good because it went it went quite late. So that's yeah, sweet. To get some, but uh, I do live in a weird building. Luckily, only I guess I'm not as popular as I thought. I invited <laughs> like sixty people, and thankfully only twenty five showed up because <laughs> oh, still good. Number. My apartment was crammed. Like <laughs> yeah. that is max capacity. I, and I didn't really think about. It. I only had eight chairs. So. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, yes, yeah, 60, what was I thinking? Oh, man. But you guys will have to come back. As yeah. long as it doesn't coincide with the one time you get ill every year, James. Let's, yeah, let's, uh, let's get that planned out. I'll commission Nadine to play... Uh, <laughs> I don't know who I'd go for, what band. Might go Assault. We'll just go you solo. Yeah, just freestyle. Yeah, nice. yep. Get out. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do it while the people arrive, you know, because it's softer. And then right. Now, once everyone's there, James will pull out the progressive rock. <laughs> yeah. 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 Math rock for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, nice. Yeah. So, uh, well, uh, yeah, well, it's been great having you, man. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks yeah. for having you guys. Yeah. A- appreciate it. Uh, yeah, what were them bands again? Uh, Precipice and Equalia. <laughs> Equalia, Precipice. Check them out. Certainly one of the most crazy stories about how to get to Vancouver. I really enjoyed listening yeah, to it. it and great. thanks. Yeah, it was um, nice to finally get to know you too, Mikey. Uh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> exactly. Except for yeah. the guy with long hair and the guitar attached to his yeah. back all the trumpet, time. trumpet player. Pretty good replacement for Eric as well, I think. <laughs> yeah. this, could be a, this could be a permanent, a permanent thing. thing yeah. <laughs> Eric's got to be careful, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah, watch your back, boy. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you'll be listening to this on a Friday, everybody. And... Um, yeah, I think that wraps it up, eh, James? What do you think? Yeah, sounds good to me. Yeah, it's been a good week and a good week ahead, so we look forward to uh, hearing our po- well, we look forward to you hearing us next week and we'll be back uh, same place, same uh, whatever podcast channel you subscribe to. All right. Bye. See ya.